The demand for infertility services has grown substantially as the baby boomer generation enters its reproductive age. The definition of infertility is the inability to conceive after 12 months of regular unprotected sex. Most pregnancies will occur in the first six menstrual cycles of attempted conception. The rates of infertility in the United States range from 12 to 18 percent. Primary infertility occurs in about 9 percent of nilliparous women ages 15 to 34, 25 percent of women ages 35 to 39, and 30 percent of women ages 40 to 44. As you can see, the rates of infertility increase as you age. Female factor infertility accounts for 37% of infertile couples, while male factor infertility accounts for 8%. 5% of couples have unknown causes. There's no doubt that infertility is one of the most challenging conditions to treat because there's so many factors that have to be taken into consideration. Above all, as practitioners, we must never forget how isolating, stressful, sad, and painful the process can be for so many. Many couples undergo a roller coaster of emotions that can lead to marital discord. Couples are expected to conceive and we place so much pressure on females who fall short. So this is a public service announcement to those of you who have the burning urge to ask the question, when are you having a baby? Or are constantly harassing your friends and loved ones on why they haven't had a baby. Your question may have all the best intentions, but you may not realize that you are treading on a very sensitive, sometimes hurtful subject. So just stop. Asking about when you're having a baby is as bad as asking an overweight person how far along they are in their pregnancy. It is just something you should never do and should be placed in all etiquette training manuals. I am here to explain why infertility happens and what you can do to improve your chances of conceiving. Hello, Clitizens, and welcome to Vaginius, a podcast dedicated to your health. I'm your host, Dr. Elena Rodriguez, board-certified OBGYN at your service. I have previously discussed infertility with Dr. Andy Wong several episodes ago. I highly recommend that you revisit that episode if you want to learn more about how an infertility specialist can help you. I wanted to revisit this topic because I recently operated on one of my patients who had a very traumatic vaginal delivery that resulted in a uterine inversion. And I don't expect you to know what that is, but I will briefly describe it. Basically, a uterine inversion is when the uterus turns inside out after a baby is delivered. It's often caused by too much traction on the placenta or sometimes if the placenta is stuck and it won't come out. Uterine inversions often result in severe hemorrhage that require further intervention. Although I was not present at her delivery, I can imagine that her doctor did everything they could to stop the bleeding and return the uterus back to its normal position. Most women don't realize that a procedure on the uterus, such as C-sections, myomectomies, dilation and curatages, can result in scar tissue formation within the cavity that can affect future implantation of an embryo, thus resulting in infertility. My patient had extensive scar tissue known as Asherman syndrome. She has not been able to conceive again. Helping her has been my top priority. 
We recently removed the scar tissue within the uterine cavity and placed an intrauterine balloon to prevent further scarring post-op. I am hopeful that this will help her. Asherman syndrome can lead to one form of infertility, but there are many other causes like issues with ovulation, damage to the fallopian tubes, endometriosis, not having enough sex, or not being able to have sex because of conditions like vaginismus or erectile dysfunction. Sometimes patients can have problems with their cervix, such as cervical stenosis, which can prevent the sperm from traveling up to meet the egg. 28% of the time, we're left scratching our heads and unable to find a reason. A basic fertility workup can be performed by your gynecologist or primary care provider who has experience in fertility care. It should involve a thorough exam and a complete history. You should be asked about your menstrual cycle and how often you're having sex. You should also be asked what you do for a living since environmental exposures for both you and your partner can cause infertility. Wearing those awesome skinny jeans or tidy whities can cause the testicles to overheat, essentially killing the sperm. The reason why testicles are on the outside of the body is to keep the sperm at a much cooler temperature. So if you're a man and you're trying to conceive, wearing boxers and airing them out will help. Avoid high heat and too much pressure on your testicles like hours of cycling. These are very easily correctable basic things that you can do. Other issues to consider is whether or not you have proven fertility. Have you been able to conceive before? Has your partner been able to conceive with another person? Have you had previous abortions or miscarriages? Multiple miscarriages could indicate an underlying genetic issue or other health conditions that can lead to pregnancy rejection. How old are you? Age is one of the biggest reasons for infertility. One of the things that I always show my patients is the fertility curve. Did you know that every month, all things being completely normal, a 22-year-old has a 25% chance of getting pregnant compared to 10% for a 40-year-old or less than 5% for a 45-year-old? Our eggs age with us, and although you may be still ovulating, the quality of your eggs can be poor. Age-related issues are impossible to correct because you cannot change the genetics of the egg or its ability to split properly. There's extensive research in mitochondrial function as it relates to reproductive aging, and soon we may be able to transport mitochondria to help older women conceive. Age can be very confusing for so many patients because what we see on television and social media are superstar older women getting pregnant like Janet Jackson, Alyssa Milano, Christy Brinkley, Holly Berry, Susan Sarandon, and you're falsely led to believe that it is easy. What you don't know is that many of these actresses had help. Many were able to conceive with in vitro fertilization and with the help of a donor egg. So when should you seek help? If you're over the age of 35, you should seek fertility help if you are unable to conceive after six months. Similarly, if you have other risk factors like premature ovarian failure, previous extensive ovarian surgery, exposure to cytotoxic drugs like chemotherapy or pelvic radiation, autoimmune diseases, smoking, strong family history of early menopause or premature ovarian failure, advanced stage endometriosis or known or suspected uterine or tubal disease. 
Male factors can also be indications for initiating an early evaluation of the male partner. These factors include a history of testicular trauma requiring treatment, adult mumps, impotence or other sexual dysfunction, chemotherapy and or radiation, or a history of not being able to conceive with another partner. Lifestyle changes are important too. Being overweight can lead to infertility, so your goal should be to achieve the ideal body mass index. Stop smoking, drinking, and using drugs. Limit your exposure to caffeine. If you're a male and you're using performance-enhancing drugs like steroids or testosterone, these will render you infertile if you're using them long-term. So get help immediately. These are the basic questions and lifestyle changes. Now down to the nitty-gritty. Here are the tests that you should have done. Semen analysis to assess male factor. Please don't forget this. We are so quick to test the women, but we don't test the men. And oftentimes we will find defects in the sperm like uh, abnormal morphology or maybe the sperm isn't swimming properly or the counts are very low. This is incredibly important part of information that you should have. A thorough menstrual history and assessment of luteinizing hormone, which indicates uh, ovulation, uh, the luteal phase progesterone to indicate whether or not a person actually ovulated, a hysterosalpingogram to check to see if the fallopian tubes are open. A sonohistogram is also uh, very helpful in looking for polyps or fibroids within the uterine cavity. Assessment of ovarian reserve. This is usually done on the third day of your menstrual cycle. We measure an FSH, an estrogen level, anti-malarian hormone, and we can also do an ultrasound to look at your antral follicle count. A thyroid panel is super important because thyroid abnormalities can also lead to infertility. In some patients, uh, pelvic ultrasound is super important to look for fibroids or other ovarian masses. And finally, a laparoscopy to determine whether or not a patient has endometriosis or other pelvic pathology that could lead to infertility. So hopefully after all this testing, we will have an answer to your infertility. Interventions can involve something as simple as instructions on timing of intercourse or giving you medications to help your eggs mature or help you ovulate. Maybe performing an insemination if there are issues with low sperm counts or poor swimmers or cervical stenosis. A surgery to remove fibroids or endometriosis can improve your chances. But above all, do not give up. If your one desire is to conceive, there's so many options available to help you achieve your goal. Do not wait until it is too late. Whether you are a male or female having this issue, there's always help. The technology that is available to us is incredible. It's expensive, but it's incredible. You have to think about the financial burden as an investment in your dream of becoming a parent. I hope you found this information useful. If you or your loved one is suffering from fertility issues, we can help. Reach out to us via our website, drelenarodriguez.com. Our office number is listed on the website, or you can reach out to me via Instagram. Our handle is at 
Dr. Period Elena Rodriguez. And remember, take time for yourself. Don't let the stress of infertility wear you down. It is a part of you, but it does not define you. <music>